You're listening to a Monster Kid Podcast. <laughs> we interrupt this broadcast to bring you this special message. How's it going, eh? Today's show on the Monster Kid Podcast Network is a classic. Hosted by two comedic geniuses who've watched way too much North American cinema from the 21st century. Mike Pisacano and Anthony Cilio. Entitled Cinemarketing, this podcast chronicles the heroic adventures of two latter-day consumers of film and the marketing surrounding them. Or, to use the correct 20th century terminology, losers. We hope you give it three thumbs up. Hold on to your diapies, babies! It's the Cinemarketing Podcast! You, you opened with a pee-pee-poo-poo joke. You gotta love that. What it's, very on, ex- it's very on brand. <laughs> yeah. What else would you expect from the legendary Rugrats the movie? Uh, joined by Anthony, but also we are joined by uh, another special fun diaper friend. Uh, who is? What is your name? <laughs> I am wearing a diaper right now, and my name is Lewis. Uh, you may know <laughs> me. I'm going to roll right through. You may know me, me as uh, the co-host of Market Research. All right, Troy um, And a little fun fact for this recording, this is my first time being sober on this channel. So Same, dude. Um, well, I'm we need trying... to set a good example for the babies. For the babies, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't get high in front of babies? No way. I'm full of mushed up bananas <laughs> and, and some tit milk. I've got, I've got a bowl of uh, puffs right here with me, ready to go. <laughs> So Lewis, you're here on the Rugrats movie. Now also what why would why did you join us for this specific episode? Because he's a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah, I, for some reason <laughs> like, I thought you had like some sort of special connection to this movie the same way that we did. I mean, I'd seen the movie. I liked the Rugrats when I was a kid. I was a child with a heart and eyes. That's all that's all you really need. That's all the requirements for this episode. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so we're doing the Rugrats movie. This is our first foray into the Nickelodeon cartoon, yeah, cartoon to TV, uh, cartoon pipeline, yeah, cartoon to movie (laughs) pipeline, and we're gonna probably end up doing basically almost every single one of these. The next two Rugrats movies are definitely in our future. The Wild Thornberry, the Wild Thornberry movie, the SpongeBob movie, Hey Arnold, the movie. These are all very, very big possibilities but we knew Don't that regrets had anytime to... soon please well no we need a little bit of a break but and we just knew... for the record i probably would have had more to say about all of those movies than this specific one that i am on for well, i feel we like did... last time i was here was for godzilla because i had just watched a hundred hours of godzilla movies this one i watched <laughs> i watched the rugrats movie and i watched the uh the lead in episodes and that is Bad that episode. I'm three just weeks say. ago. And I've done I know no I'm getting ahead of myself, but not a good episode of Rugrats. We'll, not get a very into, good episode. we'll get into all of that. So the Rugrats movie was released in 1998, November 20th, and it is directed by Igor Kovalyov and Norton Virgin. <laughs> Who are Norton Virgin? <laughs> a virgin directed this. <laughs> well, again, you got to set a good example for the little kids. You can't be. <laughs> they wouldn't exist if it weren't for virginity. <laughs> like these babies would not exist. But anyway, what how does we... it make you feel knowing that all of the Rugrats' parents are not virgins? They all The fact fucked. that Betty and Howard have fucked, it canonically... Uh, can... I don't know. They could have adopted. <laughs> I don't know. I, I 100% think that Betty is Peg and Howard. Oh, they're the gayest straight couple on television. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess they, they retconned that, didn't they? Is that not in the in the reboot that, that she's super gay now? I, I, as gay as you can be on Nickelodeon. Are you implying? Are you? Are, do you actually think I watched the Rugrats reboot on Paramount Plus, Lewis? No, well, yeah, no, 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 I didn't. I no. didn't because I, I have taste. Well, starring in this movie, also in the reboot, they got the same voice actors back for most of these roles. Uh, Elizabeth Daly, Christine Cavanaugh, although she she has uh, sadly passed away at this point. Rip. Uh, Kat Susie, Tara Strong, Cheryl Chase, Chris Summer, Tony J, Tim Curry, and special guest stars, uh, the big celebrity gets that they got for this movie, Whoopi Goldberg and David Spade playing background park rangers. Yeah, they're, they're enjoyable characters. I like them. By the uh, way, who does Tim Curry voice? He's the oh, annoying yeah. newscaster. Oh, I yeah. thought he was the reptar thing for a second. No, Buster Rhymes That's plays the reptar wagon. The most <laughs> yeah. casting you've ever seen. Fucking That's Buster pretty fucking Rhymes. rad. Yeah. So good. Uh, a fun fact for, uh, as if you're keeping track of the, the actor... Uh, 
count the this is the second appearance on the show from Kath Susie, who was previously Lola Bunny in Space Jam, and Tony J, who was Frollo in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. Which That's is like uh, the opposite ends of the animated character attractiveness spectrum. <laughs> Are you implying that you wouldn't fuck Quasimodo? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I would fuck that rabbit, let me tell you. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I, I mean, I think Fro- Frollo is definitely thirsting after Lola Bunny. Oh, for um, sure. And but like making it her problem, yeah. <laughs> making it her problem. <laughs> I will have that bunny, even if I have to kill babies. <laughs> I'll clap that cottontail. Production company. What other than Nickelodeon movies with yep. the logo that used to scare me? What the Bigfoot? Yeah, because it was so when that there's like a, a a trombone that comes in and it's so loud and so bassy that it would make my TV speaker like literally kind of freak out because I had a cheap ass fucking TV. So it would come in and it was like, <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> that almost sounded like the Mario theme theme for a second. I thought you were uh, gonna hit me with the ba da ba ba da ba ba. Anyway, all right. Uh, so yeah, so tagline for this movie: an adventure for anyone who's ever worn diapers. Jokes on them! I just shit my pants all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so the production history of this movie: the Rugrats uh, was being talked about being made into a feature film ever since you know the beginning of the series. Because um, money. Yeah, they they had ori- originally Nickelodeon had made a two-year contract with 20th Century Fox to make the movies for both. Rugrats, Doug, and Ren and Stimpy. Um, God, can you imagine a Doug movie? Well, I yeah, because eventually they. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah. That's how forgettable Doug's that movie first was. movie. Once the rights it's expired after uh, they didn't do movie. anything with yeah, it. Yeah, they're implying there's going to be a second one. <laughs> there was not. I remember being real bored during that one. Yeah, and yeah, also Disney's a... Doug was a completely different type of Doug than Nickelodeon's. Mm. That's the bad Doug. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So and eventually, yeah. Of course, who's Who's given John Crickfalusi a fucking feature film budget? <laughs> yeah, 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 you give John Crickfalusi a feature film budget, he'll make you 15 minutes of footage, and then because the, the the poster in the background of a shot was the wrong color, he'll refuse to finish it. Yeah. Like, so Rugrats clearly seems like the, the ideal series to make a movie out of because it was definitely their most popular show. Not only their most popular show, it was the most popular animated show on television. It was a cultural phenomenon. I mean, it was running like alongside the same time as The Simpsons. Well, yeah, but this is family-oriented. You weren't going to let your kids watch The Simpsons in the 90s. Yeah, I remember around the time I was watching Rugrats, like The Simpsons may as well have been like hardcore porn, uh, as far as my parents were concerned. Like Dude, it wasn't you, happening. You had the president of the United States say we need to be more like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. Like it was like. But nowadays, you look at the Simpsons. The Simpsons, early Simpsons, is like super wholesome yeah. and family it's, oriented. It's, it's because it depicted the American family in a way that was not ro- with rose tinted glasses. It's like, oh, this is actually how families are. Like they're dysfunctional. But anyway. We'll get to that when we do the Simpsons movie eventually. Oh, yeah, the Simpsons movie is definitely uh, one that... I feel like we bring up the Simpsons movie almost every episode. Like, oh, we gotta do the Simpsons movie. It'll happen. We'll get to it at some point. Oh, yeah. It'll be a big one. There's uh, there's 100% more baby penis in that movie than in this one. Which and you is know super, what? I'll, which... I'll say it. Still not enough. Mike, <laughs> 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 uh, like if you cut that, I swear to no, God. No, I don't <laughs> circumcise that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it went into production on the Rugrats movie in uh, 1995. Uh, two months before the release of the movie in theaters in 1998, there was an episode of the show for the season five finale called The Family Tree, uh, and it teased the big cliffhanger that led into the movie that Dee Dee is pregnant. They fucked again. Yeah, they fucked again. Yeah, which that, also, that should have been the name of the yeah, which also canonically, yeah, which, but also canonically, Dude, you've done Tom, it again. Canonically, Tommy is supposed to be one. So, like, you're telling me that within the same year that you pumped out Tommy, you're and going also, back for seconds. With Tommy's yeah, yeah, giant your, fucking weirdo head too. Your struggling position as a toy maker, living in Cal, in, trying to pay California mortgage or rent prices. You're a toy maker, and your wife is a. T- 
teacher. You're sounding like a real Drew right now, because that's Drew's whole uh, issue with Stu this whole movie. He's like, you can't afford to have another baby. Yeah, Drew, <laughs> who, who would have thought I would agree with Drew Pickles, but he's right. Fucking like, capitalist cuck Drew. Drew Pickles is but right I, about something. I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of, it's not being about being a capitalist cuck. No, it's it's just about being common fucking sense here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, my lord, don't have another kid. De- Drew and Charlotte definitely put money into Bitcoin. Like, they definitely... Oh, like, for sure, yeah. But they, I, voted, I think, they I think Charlotte got them out before, it, like, it tanked, you know? Yeah, they, they voted for Trump. That's all you gotta know. They did. I th- honestly, So like, did Angelica. I feel like... Uh, How? That, that <laughs> was three. By now, hey, they got all grown up eventually. <laughs> all grown up. <laughs> I really want to shout it out. <laughs> I want the world to know. That Angelica Pickles voted for Trump. <laughs> Phil and Lil definitely stormed the Capitol. Like, are we, are we really doing this right now? <laughs> no. Animated infants. No, the only one that would storm the Capitol is Angelica. I don't think Phil and Lil did it. Phil They're and Lil anarchists. have, like... None of this happened in the movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Well, speaking of the movie, what happened before the movie is that they showed a uh, a short film for their new series, Cat Dog. Which I gotta say, we watched it just before recording this, and I stand by Cat Dog. Sorry to disappoint you, uh, 90s kids. Fucking horrible show. Awful Like, show. outside of the main idea, which is kind of cool, I like the character design, and the theme song fucking slaps. Show is garbage. However, this short, it was Fetch... The animation is gorgeous. It looks really good, and it's a good short. Like, I'm surprised at how much I enjoyed this short. It's very uh, basic cat dog where they're just running through the city, and cats getting beat up by stuff. And I, I, but I, yeah, so but I, here's my thing with, with cat dog. How in the fuck do, are do they, you say, if they, how do they go to the bathroom? No. Okay. No. <laughs> how the fuck is Winslow a mouse? He's blue. He is a little blue person. There's a no car- fucking universe in which that's a mouse. It's Tom a is- cartoon. He's like Stuart Little. He's not a mouse. Don't you no, do this to me like again. he looks like a mouse. <laughs> he, he, he's mouse He's shapes. a human with mouse-like features, just like Stuart Little. Okay, but he, fucking Winslow doesn't even have mouse-like features. Or Yes, he does. He's got ears, and he lives in a little hole in the wall. We have ears. Yeah, but he's got mouse ears. <laughs> he's just tiny. He's just tiny blue people. He wears overalls. I fucking hate him. I hate Why? him. I hate he's this cool. fucking show. You didn't like the short, I'm assuming. No, I. it's stupid, and I don't... I think, I, here's what I think. There's this green crackhead guy that's just lurking around every corner, and he's but, always there, but they never explain him. It, oh, oh my god, it's a cartoon! Here's I want to know thing. what's going on. Here's the thing, here's the thing. I think the show is bullshit because, yes, Mike, you're right. This is classic cat dog just running around, hijinks, slapstick, whatever. And, and the reason it sucks is because it's TV-quality animation. Seeing this film quality animation they got some really good expressions it was very fun to watch it reminded me of like a looney tunes short like i je- it reminded mm. me of like an old school theatrical cartoon and i liked it i'm gonna put it on my plex one of those uh cinemascope tom and jerry um... i'm gonna put it on my plex and never watch it it reminds me of that roger rabbit short um mm. if you remember. there were a couple one that was at the beginning of the movie yeah like, yeah like in the roger rabbit movie like the short they're filming oh the one where he's like i asked for stars yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, a good short. That was a, a good great start. Movie. Yeah, so let's look at the teaser trailers that were released for the Rugrats movie. Now, this first one right here was one I played at the end of the last episode, and it's basically just clips from the show, just announcing there's going to be a Rugrats. Yeah, movie. this was on VHS tapes. I don't think this ever was uh, shown on television. I had a couple Nickelodeon, you know, orange VHS tapes that had this trailer on it. But yeah, it's basically saying like. Yeah, we were greenlit for a movie. After years as America's hottest TV stars, the Rugrats have gone Hollywood. Paramount Pictures presents, in association with Nickelodeon Movies, the most gigantic, goopiest, mind-boggling adventure of the season. As the best-loved little babies on TV... Well, I smell trouble. ...take over the big screen. <laughs> the Rugrats movie. Where do you get these crazy ideas? Coming to theaters Thanksgiving 1998. 
it's just clips from the yeah. show taken out of context. It's funny because they're all from different seasons and they all have different animation styles and it looks really weird. And the logo that says the Rugrats movie is not the finished Rugrats yeah. movie logo that we ended up getting. Yeah, it's a working logo. So I, I like seeing shit like this, though. I wish it had early footage, but still cool to see the early logo. All right, and this next one is probably the first theatrical teaser trailer. And I got to say... I really do love these types of teaser trailers where it's like, especially for kids' movies where they try to make it look this dark and ominous, eerie thing. Yeah, it looks it's, like the Polter- it's the Rugrats yeah, movie. It looks like the Poltergeist. Like that Scooby Doo yeah. teaser where the, where it's they're they're setting up Batman, but then it's Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome. Ruby Dooby Doo. For nearly a decade. They've invaded your homes, their little bodies dispensing frightful tales and invoking fear in the hearts of men. Every sunrise and every sunset, they appear again and again, ready to wreak more havoc. Rugrats movie. About time to make me into a movie star. A motion picture for anyone who ever wore diapers. <laughs> well, there's one thing that Rugrats goes hand in hand with, and that's Burger King. Oh, and it's don't even get me started. And that means that it's time for Happy Meal Happy Hour. <laughs> yeah. So there were a multitude of of Burger King tie-ins for Rugrats, not only just in the show's lifetime, but also, but for this movie, there were multiple different Rugrats promotions. Yeah, so the two main ones were the Big Kids Meal toys, which was your standard, you know, Happy Meal type toys. And then there was one, Burger King also had a lot of promotions that were not the toys, but like a bonus you could buy. Like back in the day when they did Toy Story, you could buy like little hand puppets that were like $1.99 with a Whopper value meal. Yeah, I think we talked about that on the Hunchback of Notre Dame episode where they did that. They did something similar. But for Rugrats, they did talking watches. And here is a clip from a commercial. Here's what they sound like. Telling time is easy. Just go, Mom, what time is it? That's one way to tell time. Here's another. Baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. With four different watches from the Rugrats movie. One for $1.99 with any tasty Kids Club meal you buy. I'm waiting. Taste rules. Just awful. If you were alive in the early 2000s, you remember things like Sea Watches, they were called. They had a Pokemon one. They had a Powerpuff Girls one. It was like, Ash would come on like, the Pokemon time is 3 p.m. <laughs> Mr. Black. Like, it was that type of level of shit. But these ones didn't tell the... These ones didn't read you at the time. They weren't that nice. They just said a bunch of bullshit that made your parents insane, which is why my parents would not buy me one. I had knew one I would just... I, I remember I loved it. I remember cherishing it. No idea what happened to it. Yeah, my mother knew better. She's like, I'm not fucking buying you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, like, of all of the movie promotional stuff, seeing the watches was the thing where I was immediately like, oh, fuck. Like, I totally... I was like, three when kid, this movie Because a, a three-year-old really needs to know what fucking time it yeah. is. You got places to be. You got your three-year-old meetings to get to. <laughs> and you can get to the meeting and go, listen to my watch, guys. A baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. Isn't that sick, dude? Isn't that fucking sweet? <laughs> Does it say anything else? No. <laughs> It's like the Joel Osteen cube that just <laughs> says like <laughs> <The cube. laughs> that just says like weird Joel Osteen stuff, but it we just hack it and replace that it with the baby. That fucking guy, I think he sold out Yankee Stadium. Isn't that wild? Yeah, he's a monster. He but, followed me on Twitter for a minute. Why? I don't know. I found out he was following me, and then I tweeted about it, and I said fuck that guy, and then he blocked me. <laughs> I. <laughs> You know, I would have just flew under the radar. You know, Stu and Dee would definitely be listening to Joel. <laughs> Jesus. We gotta stop. We gotta stop that. In their movie, the Rugrats have an all-new adventure, but you'll never guess what they've gotten into now. One Rugrats movie toy inside every tasty Burger King Kid Club meal you buy. Two new toys each week, 12 in all. Uh, did we mention? Things can move fast. Taste rules. The Burger King toys kind of look like horse shit. 
Um, they aren't that great. Most of them are just pullbacks. Um, we found this guy on YouTube that reviews fast food toys. He hasn't uploaded a video in like seven years, which is fine because he covers everything we need. He's so 100% dead. He seemed to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, they're the all pullback toys. I had a couple of them. I had the dill in the rocking chair and then the cradle. And I had uh, Tommy with his legs up the rope. Um but yeah, these these have no bearing on the movie. There are some that are from scenes in the movie. There's a Susie toy, even though Susie's in the movie for precisely one song length, about three minutes. Yeah, really uh, bad song too. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to the music of this movie at some point. A baby, but... it's me. me. Uh, but uh, so yeah, so I had the Phil and Lil toy where they're they're it's a the it's worst a thing toy. on wheels. You pull it back and then they go. They're fighting over a reptile toy. Fun and then every time we saw a new one of these toys, it's like, wait, let me guess what it does. It has wheels. You pull it back and then it goes. Watch it go. Or you wind it up and it goes. Wow. Um, so, yeah. I, but I, the I Angelica say... and the Spike toy, like, interacted. Like, and, like Spike had, like, a little leash. It gave you a piece of string. It's, it's something. It's fucking something. So many of them. The fucking Phil and Lil thing is the least effort I've ever seen put into a fucking fast food toy Dude, ever. it's for fucking kids that yeah, well, you know suck what? their thumb and shit There's their no parents. way you're saying this after the fucking beeg-stuffed Tommy holding a dill. And oh, that's yeah, the that, toy. Was, that was really bad. Also, they had Rugrats. They changed the shape of their chicken tenders, which Burger King did a lot. They changed them to Rugrats shapes, which is... Very nice. They were just dinosaur nuggies. No, they, they were shaped like a, Reptar. No, there was an Angelica-shaped one, too. Yeah, there were a couple different shapes. There were like three shapes. I think it was Angelica, Reptar, and I don't know what the other one was. A star, maybe? I don't know. And you know what? They tasted better than McDonald's nuggets. And yeah, they and, still and do. They, ever since they changed their tenders to the shitty 20 for a dollar nuggets they have now, which are probably made of did they change anuses. Them? And, yeah, fuck, they did. They're not fuck, good anymore. Fuck. They used to be like really good and like peppery. Like they were a really good tender. We used to be a real country. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is this is Trump's America, guys. Um, <laughs> the one that Angelica voted for. So that, that that's it for the Happy Meal Happy Hour. I think that's pretty much that was the only fast food related thing. But there were other tie-ins, such as the Mercury Villager. Yeah. So there was a commercial for the Mercury Villager, and I'll play it right which here, it, which is an SUV. Yeah. I don't know, Stu. What? First the kids star in their own movie. Now they're doing commercials. According to Dr. Lipschitz, if children experience fame too soon, it can go to their heads. Come on, what's the worst that could happen? Mr. DeVille, I'm ready for my close-up. New Mercury Villager, now more room and more power. Preferred by grown-ups and babies. It's just very odd seeing this being promoted with the Rugrats. Not to mention, they didn't even draw the car. It's like a photo of a car superimposed on a Rugrats scene. It looks very out of place and weird. The and angles Angel aren't right either. So it's, yeah. yeah. And Angelica mentions like, and it's for babies too. It's like Angelica tries to not be a baby. So you, you had one job and you did it wrong. Do they still make a Mercury Villager? What's a Mercury? I've never even heard of a Mercury like car. Like Lincoln Mercury? Like... Oh, okay. That's a Lincoln brand. Do they still make it, though? It was also called the Nissan Quest. Ah. So the Nissan Quest went on until 2017, but the Mercury Villager only went until 2002. And God, what an ugly fucking Yeah, well, these are big uh, SUVs for families who have lots of children and babies. So that's probably why they thought Rugrats would be a natural fit for and this. And aesthetics mean nothing to them. Uh, Mercure. One of, one of the headlines on the Wikipedia page is Chinese development. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> what? Chinese production. That's what it is. Like, that deserves its own title. Like, yes, this was made in China. Cool. We should have a, a podcast where we critique Wikipedia pages. Oh, dude, that already exists. Depths of Wikipedia is a Instagram page, and she does live shows. We should go. She's doing one in New York in October. Did she just read? Yeah, Wikipedia she finds interesting things on Wikipedia. It's really cool shit. All right. Yeah. Anyway, you want to pay money to watch someone read Wikipedia? No, it's not. You mean that Wikipedia. free website? First of all, the tickets are like twenty bucks. Second of all, it's it's a comedy show, but she uses Wikipedia as her backdrop. It's cool. If only uh, Carrot Top could have. God. That could have been his prop comedy. His, his <laughs> iPhone. That. <laughs> God damn it. The carrot Top in the modern day would just be someone standing on a stage showing memes. Carrot Top someone get Someone on iPad. a stage using the, the lighter app on his iPhone. Carrot Top get iPad. <laughs> Chucky grew up to be Carrot Top. 
Oh, Don't disrespect mean. Chucky like yeah. that. Yeah. Come on. Box uh, office poison. First, the Rugrats face the big, bad wolf. <laughs> then, the runaway reptile wagon. <laughs> now they're in the super good. Hot enough for you, Angelica? Yeah! To celebrate the Rugrats movie, Campbell's just canned them in new Rugrats movie soup. Hang on to your diapers, babies are going in. We're doomed. New Rugrats movie soup from the kids at Campbell's. Now, six collectible Rugrats movie holograms, one behind each specially marked label. Yeah. So, a, a more appropriate uh, tie-in with uh, the Rugrats movie would be for Campbell's Soup. You mean Campbell's Saltwater Bullshit Disgusting Slop? Which uh, which had uh, yeah. macaroni shapes like the Rugrats had. Disgusting. It, it, it's literally piss. I know when I eat, I want to pretend I'm eating a baby's head. Yeah. I know when I eat, I want to... Tastes, I want it to taste like I'm drinking piss and eating small dehydrated pieces of rubbery chicken the size of pencil erasers and overcooked pasta. It's about time someone took Campbell's down a peg, Anthony. This is brave work you're doing. Well, I mean, the tomato soup's good, but everything else is It all tastes like the can it. to me. It, yeah. It's just, yeah. Soup sucks, not a meal. <laughs> the soup is the meal. <laughs> you have teeth, suck. use them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's baby food. That's why it's yeah, that's I can't believe they didn't get the they didn't do something with Gerber or something. It's just like, it's like mashed bananas with Tommy on it. I don't know if you're allowed to like advert I don't know if you're allowed to have like corporate advertising like that for something that's basic as baby food. Where it's like Rugrats baby formula. Yeah, that's like I, that would be like having like Rugrats branded water. Where it's yeah, like it, I don't know. If it's like there's there's a but level. who's that branding for? The fucking baby's not recognizing. There's, there's that a shit. certain level where you could start doing it. Like honestly, like pull ups have like Sesame Street shit out because kids recognize it. But earlier than like two or three, they're not recognizing no. shit, so it doesn't matter. Rugrats applesauce. All right, they're gonna eat it all up. What would Tommy do? We're going in. Now you can have your own Rugrats adventure with new Rugrats applesauce from Mott. In two delicious fruity flavors, watermelon and fruit punch. What's happening? All the applesauce. New Rugrats applesauce. So, but I mean, close enough to the baby food, they did do the applesauce uh, promotion. Yeah, like, I feel like that was more so after, like, they used, I don't know if it was a direct tie-in with the movie, like, they used clips of the movie in the commercial, but it came out the year after the movie, the copyright was 1999, so, I, I don't know. Anyway, and it's applesauce that's flavored like watermelon and fruit punch. I thought, it's applesauce, it just tastes like fucking apples, I don't get it. Why do you have to make this thing that's already sweet taste like another sweet thing? Because it's like the Blue's Clues one. It's got to taste like blue. You gotta, it's <laughs> got to taste like the dog from the show. This yeah. one needs to taste like the babies. New, new milk, now with vitamin F. <laughs> yeah. This uh, movie also had a video game uh, tie-in, only for the Game Boy uh, Color and Game Boy Regular. Because this, this 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 is the most baffling thing to me. Like they didn't mm. have a console game for Rugrats, the Rugrats movie. Yeah, because they had PS One and S sixty four games before this. They had the classic Rugrats Search for Reptar on the PS One, and yeah. then they had Rugrats Scavenger Hunt on the PS One and the N sixty four. There was also a Game Boy Color game before this, wasn't there? Yeah, there were it was Rugrats Time Travelers. I think that came, came out after. Oh yeah, because Dill was oh, in that. Okay. So I don't know if there was a Rugrats game on handheld before this. I can say, so we watched some gameplay from it, and my only frame of reference as far as Game Boy uh, Game, Boy game movie tie-ins was the Mulan game that I remember having when I was a child. And I can say, compared to the Mulan game, this is fucking Skyrim. This is amazing, <laughs> like, beautiful Good old world. Disney Interactive. What, how bad was the Mulan game? The Mulan game, I mean, Mulan was a straight vertical line, and it was awful, and I couldn't get past the training. Was it for Atari? What are you talking about? <laughs> it fucking hey, looked like Raiders it. Raiders of the Lost Ark had an Atari game, so... Yeah, so did E.T. True. Yeah. Neil Diamond's Little E.T. That's a reference for no one. A reference for yeah. nobody. So, of course, it's all right. We made, like, ten Seinfeld and Simpsons references so far this episode. Yeah, it's but people right. like Seinfeld and Simpsons. Code Monkey had three, three fans. That was from Code Monkeys? That was from Code Monkeys. With the theme song by, by Jonathan Colton? Yeah. Code Monkey like <laughs> I'm, you. I'm going to put Code Monkeys on my box. <laughs> I fucking loved that show when I was a it's kid. It's so man. bad, dude. 
an episode of that just just a sidebar an episode of that lived on my xbox because it was free (laughs) 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 holy shit yeah we both had it yeah it just i i I couldn't delete it the two things that i had that i wouldn't delete were the code monkeys episode and the halo 3 trailer that came preloaded on the fucking xbox i thought you were gonna say the u2 album that was on your ipod (laughs) he transferred it to his xbox just so he sure he wouldn't lose it listen i'm not listening to a u2 album made after like 1993 i'm not listening to a u2 album u2's good Joshua Tree's a pretty good album. You two, anyway, you two got a you two got a bad rap. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, of course, being Rugrats, it's a it's a toy merchandising bonanza, and of course, there were Rugrats dolls and toys uh, before this. But the ones for this one specifically, there were a lot of the ones that were marketed off of the Indiana Jones parody that happens at the beginning of the movie, which most of the trailers make it look like that's like the whole movie is like they're on the Indiana Jones adventure, like running through caves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They really just saw the first five minutes of the movie and went, okay, that's it. Well, they also thought that, like, that's, like, the most, like, adventure stuff that you could make toys out of. And the it's the also... movies get lost in the fucking woods. Yeah, and but, like, what are you just have, like, a bunch of dirty baby toys? Like, yeah. here's them covered in mud. Here's them... Yeah, can we talk about, like, can we just talk about, like, the disturbing implications of the plot of this movie is that the babies, they get lost in the woods. They, the infant children who are lost, their parents, the media is, like, searching for them. This is, this is prisoners. But a baby almost commits fratricide to another baby. Literally, they, like, it's a parody of fucking Cain and Abel. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, the shot even looks like a fucking Renaissance painting. It's weird. You can check the cover art for reference of this. Like he's gonna bludgeon him to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty hardcore, honestly. But, uh, you know, there's a part of me that, like, because I remember, I always remember, like, that scene being, like, so sad and heart-wrenching. And before we were watching the movie, I was like, guys... Don't judge me. I'm like, I might cry during this movie. And I thought it was because I but then that's like while we're watching it, it's I think it's just like it's so extreme that this is in a Rugrats movie that it was funny. It was very yeah, funny. A, in a the Nickelodeon moment, yeah. movie with infanticide. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. So can we also just talk about two? Like I remember before I was just praising theatrical animation. I hate the art style in this movie they're like oh we have a big movie budget let's make it dark and smeary i mean i think it it, kind of lines up with the fucking subject matter pretty well i i i I dig it you you watch that and you're like one of these babies could die but why is everything so dark why why i think it's like yeah the colors are very muddy and even so a lot of the colors are inconsistent with the show like chucky's saturn on his shirt is all yellow like in the show it's like yellow and there's like a red ring yeah so they tone down the color and to my knowledge mark mothersbaugh did not have a huge hand in the music like there's not that traditional rugrats you know, bah, bah, I mean, Martha Mother's Blood, I think he did do the score for the movie, but it is very traditional orchestra movie score. It's not, you know, Mark Mother's Ball, Rugrats TV show, the womp, 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 Yeah, womp. you know, the good shit. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of music that was uh, contributed for this movie. Well, the soundtrack, don't even get me started. The soundtrack's pretty good. I, we got to start, though, with the lost media almost lost media from the soundtrack yeah so david bowie had uh contributed a song for the movie called uh, safe in the sky life which was cut from the movie i don't really know what the context would have been it was later then released as like a single on uh, the b-side of his album uh, everyone says hi and then the song was just uh renamed to just safe yeah you listen and- to it it's pretty good it's a great song like right. uh, yeah. it's too good for this movie like i'm like god damn it's, it's a bowie song i'm i'm i'm, I'm uh, you know Full full disclosure, I'm a huge David Bowie fan. Great song.
speaking of other other musical acts that were contributed to this movie. Oh yeah, the, this lineup here is so early two thousands. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we got the lead single of the the movie, the end credit song "Take Me There," which I'm by sure Black Street. <laughs> Take me there. Wanna go there? R R U U G. This song went. This song goes pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. And then we got No Doubt featuring Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello, why did you so do this? Weird. I remember we were listening to this and I'm like, is that Elvis Costello? I recognize that voice. And I looked up like, oh my god, it is. <laughs> oh no. The song's called I Throw My Toys Around. It's also in the end credits of the movie. The end credits of the movie are the weirdest fucking thing that I've ever seen. Oh, because it's like, it it, it it shows screenshots from the movie, but they put this filter over it. It looks like a deep fried meme. <laughs> like, it looks really it, bad. It looks like, yeah, Dolly mini images <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It looks disgusting. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, a couple of other songs that were made for the movie. I want to save the, uh, the big one for last. We got the... Uh, the Buster Rhymes Reptar Wagon song, based, uh, which is uh, it's called like "On Your Marks, Get Set, Ready, Go." It's just a Buster Rhymes song. Yeah. Like if you like Buster, you like that song. Yep. And Busta also does the voice for the Reptar Wagon. Yep. Uh, Devo did the Witch Doctor, a cover of the Witch Doctor song, which of course, awesome, love Devo. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mark Mothersbaugh kind of had to. It's like, you know, bring your boys in. Let's do this. Angelica does a cover of One Way or Another. <laughs> They should have just got Blondie to do it. Yeah. <laughs> or at least have her do a duet or something. Like Rosie O'Donnell did on that uh, Christmas album where she did a duet with Angelica Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. They did, yeah. a TV, they did a TV special where they sang all the songs in that. You know, I was a kid. I was very young. And, you know, I don't know what a cartoon is versus real life. And they did a TV special where uh, Rosie O'Donnell sang all those Christmas songs. And they had all the guests on. They did every song except the one with Angelica. And I was fucking pissed oh, that is horseshit yeah it's bullshit it's commit. bullshit commit rosie you know what angelica rugrats gotta be my favorite show well rosie if you love me on tv you're really gonna love me in the rugrats movie i actually hear it's a great movie yeah especially all the scenes that got me in them did you bring a clip do i have a clip do babies poop in their diapers yes they do <laughs> Rome! uh so the big get musically for this movie uh there's a sequence in the movie where the babies go into uh like the the incubation not the incubation room the, the, the thing where they put the babies with the little hats the in baby the organizer after they get born they stick them in the in the room it's whatever. like a pill organizer the baby the babies store, as they them. call it in this uh, the baby store yes and my favorite death grips album and the song uh that the babies sing is called this world is something new to me and the musical guests that they got for this oh my oh my god i didn't know he okay i'm looking at this now i, I knew some of these people were in it oh my god it's oh shit i just saw one that you, yes that's the one that's okay. crazy okay. we're freaking out mike are you gonna read this or am i reading this Wait, my god point out just say the ones that, that get most fucking catch fife dog. fife dog is on this that's fucking insane rest in peace fight oh jeez Patty Smith, Iggy Pop, Lenny Kravitz, Lou Rawls, Lori, Lori Anderson, Beck, Lenny Kravitz. What the shit? Fucking Fife Dog. That Be is the real. craziest Dude, shit. Dude, yes, they got everybody in this. Beck. I think it's good. it goes to show the popularity of the Rugrats where it's like, Every musician was like, "Let me, I'll be a fucking pissing baby. Let me I'll just be, be in this movie." Oh yeah, they all baby. they all pee at the end. So what? A, what a weird. This is a great six degrees of separation game movie to do because you could connect. Who knew you could connect Patty Smith and Fife Dog together? <laughs> like what the shit? Or, or or Elvis Costello and Fife Dog? Like okay, no doubt in Fife Dog. Yeah, fucking fucking Mark Mothersbaugh and Fife Dog. <laughs> Devo and Five Dog. Tim Curry and Five Dog. <laughs> they were both in the Rugrats movie. Oh fuck! All right. Tim Curry and Buster Rhymes. That's oh, right. and also all members of the B-52s without Keith Strickland, but Fred Schneider is like, he's a baby and he's here to pee. <laughs> I mean, that's basically wow. how he's. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, I love the B-52s. They're amazing. Uh, we were in an incubator. Everybody was pissing. All right. Everybody had 
matching penises because <laughs> those are a lot of the lyrics of it where they're looking at they're looking at their little baby penises i think one of those is like that's what that thing looks like <laughs> one they of those cut my cord hawkins city is self lucky <laughs> Uh, God damn! There's penis jokes in this movie. Disgusting. Yeah, Yeah, that might not have been a favorite for the critics, uh, which gave it a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, lower than I thought. With the 51 total reviews, 31 fresh, 21 rotten. The critics' consensus is the laziest (laughs) critic consensus I've ever seen. Charming characters, loads of fun for kids and adults. Eh. They didn't care. Literally, they just went. It's Rugrats. Who they threw a semicolon at that. You know what you're getting. Yeah. But to be fair, you know what you're getting into here. It's a Rugrats movie. What yeah. do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, the feel... babies are going to go missing. They're going to find the babies. I don't know, man. You didn't see the critics tear up Paw Patrol. Oof. Did they? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I think it was probably very fairly well reviewed. Same thing with that DC Super Pets movie where I'm like, how are Look. adults seeing this? Yeah, and really. Liking it? You, you, you got to remember, people are fucking dumb yeah i mean then again it's like i think it's just goes to like the nature of like criticism back in the 90s where it's like i feel like a lot of critics were like we're too good for this like like this is a baby show like they felt like they were being insulted by having to review this well i mean yeah if someone sent me like an invite to a, a screening of I, I don't know the DC paw patrol movie i wouldn't i wouldn't have gone <laughs> well, that was... i would i would have gone incredibly intoxicated but i would have gone yeah, it does help. So some of the reviews on Metacritic, uh, it has a 62 out of a 100, which is in the green, 13 positive, and 7 mixed. The best review says, what makes the Rugrats movie such satisfying family entertainment is that it knows how to please everyone. Christine Dolan of Miami Herald gives it an 88 out of 100. Okay, and the worst review, conversely, is the ensuing adventure has a few giggles and a warm, sweet ending, but the Rugrats movie is more like a pleasant Sunday drive in a big, smooth sedan than the TV show's riotous joyrides in a fast, shiny convertible. Hollis Chacona, The Austin Chronicle, 40 out of 100. That motherfucker knows him some Rugrats. Yeah, dude, like... (laughs) Bro, it's not that deep. Calm down. But it does sound like... A perspective of someone how, who's familiar with the show, but, though. But how is that even correct? Like this movie, they get literally lost in the woods and they're gonna die. In the mo- in the Dude, show, it's in the show, it's oh, the babies are lost at the bank. Yeah, but they go on like brief, exciting adventures. This is like long, drawn out, and fucking depressing. I think is the main like point yeah, he's making. He's I get like, it. this is like fucking like let's get it it's over. Also, with. and it's also why after this, the Rugrats kind of went to shit because it's like the stakes are already so high. Like, they, they, then they like, okay, the second movie's like, they gotta get lost in Paris? And then the third movie, it's like, they're on a desert island. Don't they have a mech fight in Rugrats in oh, yeah. Paris? Yeah. And Chucky scratches his butt, and the Reptar scratches his butt, and it's funny, because butts are funny. We should have done that movie. No, that we'll movie get to Rugrats in Paris. Awesome. Oh, Rugrats in Paris is excellent. Yeah, Rugrats in Paris is the Empire Strikes Back of the Rugrats <laughs> It really is. It, it, it's really good. And you know what? I remember really uh, being a Kimmy fan. Well, I mean, I think that there's a big divide in the Rugrats fandom where it's like after Dill was introduced to the show, it's like, all right, uh, this is the first I'm step too even... far. Then, then after the Rugrats movie, Kimmy gets introduced. It's like, all right, this is the end. <laughs> I am, I am not even kidding you. Go on the Rugrats wiki. They separate it as pre-Dill and post-Dill, like AD and BC. Like I'm not Jeez. even kidding. They call it post-Dill Rugrats. I mean, Fucking it's dorks. I mean, it's kind of like post-movie SpongeBob, where it's like after the movie, then once the show comes back, it's like the season after the movie wasn't horrible. It was fine. Then it went to shit. Yeah. <laughs> it had it had one season of grace after the movie, and then it was yeah, just like, yeah. It had the three seasons, over. then the movie, right? Yeah, and then, <clears throat> and then the fourth season is, like, half good. of it, is, and like, the first half is, like, okay, and then the rest of it is, like, oh, all right, this is modern Spongebob bullshit now. I like Krabby Land. It's a funny episode. That's still season three, though. I thought that was season uh, Trust three. me, I know, the, I know the fucking... I can tell you where... The day Spongebob died, I'll make that fucking YouTube video. Are you I okay, film do at the box the, Okay, entertain the elk. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> make a four-hour video about Spongebob. Alright, so this movie, uh, famously, is the first non-Disney animated film to gross over $100 million domestically. Good. Okay. <laughs> Which is... the time they were taking down a peg, those fucking Disney bastards. Those rat people. 
The movie opened uh, at number one on its opening weekend with $27 million, and the budget of the film was $24 million, and its total worldwide gross was $140 million. So yeah, this is a profitable film, ensured that there would be sequels and uh, TV shows and merchandises to come. Well, there was already a TV show. <laughs> I was going to say, I heard I they mean, made a yeah. sweet spin-off show. Well, then we continue I heard about the monkeys. I heard they made a sweet show called Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, they made a sweet spin-off called Rugrats Preschool Days. Oh, God, a Rugrats. <laughs> It's all grown up. Oh, God. I remember... I really want to shout it out. <laughs> it's a requirement. We're doing this again. When you say all grown up, you got to say, I really want to shout it out. It's a requirement. <laughs> it's by law. Uh, all right. The Vi- I don't want the Viacom lawyers coming for me. I have to say it. <laughs> so, awards. Yeah, back to the f- our fan favorites the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. I want, how do you think that this movie did at that award show, huh? Now, how to be you... fair, if you watch the Pop Arena video, he's a guy who does knickknacks, which is a you know a chronicle of every show on Nickelodeon chronologically. Lewis, if you haven't watched it, it's a really good series it on sounds YouTube. Sounds great. It's excellent. He really does his homework. Check it out. It's by Pop Arena on YouTube is the name of the channel. P-O-P-A-R-E-N-A. Um, he did an episode on the Kids Choice Awards, and when you look at it, at everything... It's not really skewed in Nickelodeon's... It's not always skewed in Nickelodeon's favor. Like, a lot of times, it it is kind of just, okay, this is a normal award show, but this is inexcusable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> so, for favorite movie, the nominations for best movie were A Bug's Life, Dr. Doolittle, and The Waterboy, which, those last two are like... I mean, Dr. Doolittle, okay, it's got... But an Adam, the Adam Sandler comedy, I'm like... In 1998, I'm like, that seems like kids, I don't know if kids would be allowed allowed to go see that. that. Yeah, exactly. I remember that being, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Yeah, Yeah, that was was Happy Gilmore. That wasn't the Waterboy. Well, yeah, but anyway, the Rugrats movie beat all of those for favorite movie. And then also, (laughs) Rugrats as a show also won favorite cartoon that same year. Yeah, and this was the last year, this is the last year it would do that before SpongeBob just won favorite cartoon every single year. Yeah, like, it's, uh, literally every year. I'm pretty sure every year it was nominated and every year it won favorite cartoon. It sounds right. Yeah. And and at the Teen Choice Awards, this movie was nominated for one award, Soundtrack of the Year. Which it should have won. The winner ended up going to City of Angels, which the is the fuck movie. Is that? It's that Nicolas Cage movie that has that uh that song, the And I don't want to know, I just don't oh, you to know. Oh, 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 it's got a fucking what's it called? That's um Oh my god. It's by Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah that song. That and was the... I don't want the world to see me. Yep. I just want you to know <laughs> who I yeah, am. Yeah, that song was didn't have fr- Fife Dog as a pissing baby. I'll tell you that. But yeah. dude, that that's a good song. I like yeah, that song good. before that movie. So yeah, that was like that was like the bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was Nick Cage's the bodyguard. <laughs> God, what a film. Yeah, and the movie was released on uh, home media on VHS and DVD and Laserdisc on March 30th, 1999. Did you go on eBay and look up how much the Laserdisc is? Yeah, it's like $20. Who gives a shit? $20? Damn. Yeah. Why didn't you buy it? Because I don't, ha- don't want to fucking... If it, was, if it was $5 or less, I'd buy it. Yeah. I mean, I you like $20 for a Laserdisc is pretty good. Mike, when I was in Jersey, there was a record store selling Laserdiscs. I was going to buy you one, but they were all just bullshit movies. They yeah. weren't anything good. Oh, well, you can't always come across a Toy Story, so... I did, yeah. yeah. The one laser disc you own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this movie was then... It was released on DVD in a trilogy box set with the other two Rugrats movies. <laughs> was it in a steelbook? On, on March 15th of 2011, in honor of the Rugrats 20th anniversary. And up until this year, was not on Blu-ray. They put it on Blu-ray on March 8th, 2022. Did also you buy it? in a trilogy box set. With the other two Rugrats movies. Is it in 4K? No, it's regular. You ask this every time. If it was 4K, I would would specify. I know. I'm asking because why the fuck would you need this movie in 4K? (laughs) Also, does it come with an ultraviolet uh, download code? (laughs) Probably. Wow, you can get them all for $21. The Rugrats. That is an ugly cover. It's horrible. It looks like it's just for the show. It doesn't really say much about. It just the says Rugrats, dude. It, it's like wow, gross. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. Get ex- it. 
I expect Nickelodeon to put more effort into their uh, home media releases. Uh, Why would they? I still they don't think Paramount the SpongeBob Plus. movie is on Blu-ray. They have Paramount Plus. Remember when Josh gonna... Peck remade Red Dawn? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> you give me stomach aches! Stomach aches! Anyway. You make my diaper hurt. <laughs> <laughs> diaper! All right. So, Drink! So we're going to move on to the poll question for this episode. Uh, I missed the poll question for the last uh, few episodes, the one that we had for the Wizard of Oz, we had uh, a question where. Wow, we Mike, said, you're really fucking up, aren't you? Hey, we had a big episode last time with John Carter, so I didn't have time to go over it. But the uh, question that we asked for the Wizard of Oz episode was, "What is your favorite movie that's in the AFI top ten movies of all time?" And just to reiterate, the movies were Citizen Kane, The Godfather, Casablanca, Raging Bull, Singing in the Rain, Gone with the Wind, Lawrence of Arabia, Schindler's List, Vertigo. And the Wizard of Oz. And we have some responses. Cody, who was our guest on the last episode, said Lawrence of Arabia. Can you um, love him some Lawrence? It's yeah. a great film. Yeah. It I is. Mean, yeah, it's a very, very good film. Very John Carter-esque, a lot of sand. Uh, <laughs> a lot of very, fucking like, sand. It's like three hours long. Very <laughs> wide, the screen. Peter O'Toole. <laughs> um, Mark, hey, Mark, our friend, says, Singing in the Rain meets, the, that, uh, meets that Wizard of Oz-like criteria of being a movie made in another time that doesn't feel like a movie from that time. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, Singing in, in the Rain to... is, might be the gr- it is the greatest musical ever movie ever made. Like, nothing competes. Sorry, La La Land. You don't compete. <laughs> I can say for me personally, it's Raging Bull. Oh, what a great film. Fucking phenomenal. Like I don't like sports movies, really boxing movies, anything like that, but God, Raging Bull you don't is like just Rocky? gorgeous. No, don't oh, care for it. The first Rocky's great. Yeah, no, it doesn't do it for me. Well, I mean, the other ones are kind of, to, you know, take it over. I, I like them more when they get, like, wackier and stupid. I mean, of course, it's like two different. It's kind of weird looking at Rocky, and it's like, this first movie is like, ah, oh, it's a nice little Oscar bait movie, and then... Rocky Four is Rocky defeats communism with his fists. Mm. Didn't they put uh, Raging Bull out on 4K on Criterion? I think they did. I gotta, I gotta pick that one up. Yeah, you should. That's a pretty fucking movie. Yep. He he really did things with the camera in that movie. That, like I just, I still have not seen he anyone invented, else. Invented uh, like a, a rig to get that those POV shots. Like he invented, like Scorsese invented it. Like it's crazy. Those gnarly like pull. And then rack focus. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, God. In, in the rain, it just looks insane. Yeah, sick. All right, and then for uh, our poll question for the John Carter episode, uh, the question was, which iteration of John Carter would you have been most interested in seeing? And the choices were Bob Clampett's uh, 1930s animation style, Ray Harryhausen's 1950s uh, movie that was uh, John McTiernan movie, and then Robert Rodriguez. And no surprise given the makeup of our fan base that Bob Clampett ended up winning that poll. What? Okay. I'm so pissed that I'm not pissed, but I'm very surprised that Harryhausen didn't. For win. me, it was Harryhausen. Yeah, for sure. hell yeah, yeah, dude, Harryhausen. That fucks. certainly was my pick as well of what I just want to see that claymationy shit happening. Yeah. yeah, give me that. The California raisins show up. The California raisins. How come <laughs> they never got a movie? The yeah, what, when are we going to get the M&M's movie that they keep showing trailers for this in front of every movie? This is an envelope. Yeah, they've been showing that trailer for 15 years. Where's the M&M's movie? Yeah, you know why they won't do it? Because you're trying to watch the movie and your cell phone goes off? This is why we don't make movies. Yeah, see? Because your cell phone keeps going off. That's why they won't do it. That's why All they won't right. do it. They need to make they need to make the green M&M a slut again. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, it's okay, another Tucker cartoon Carlson. character. Fuck <laughs> live Tucker react. Can we get a live Tucker reaction to cinema? They didn't sexualize Angelica enough because the woke mob wouldn't let them. <laughs> the woke the mob. woke mob. All right. So the poll question for this episode, because Rugrats is a cartoon uh, that was then adapted into a movie, we want to know what do you think is the best leap from a TV uh, show to being a movie. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a great question. It could be animated. It could be not animated. I don't know how many of those there are, but um, well, you know, you got like Jackass, Jackass, <laughs> Mash, right? Deadwood, yeah. I want to say. De- Mash was a movie first. Oh yeah, it was. The Sopranos. Yes. What, yes. The, the Many Saints of Newark. Yes, the Many yeah. Saints of Newark. I hear I even Sopranos fans don't like that movie. I haven't seen. No, it. I heard it is. Yeah. I heard it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look good. I mean, I know, I'm sorry. It did look good. It didn't sound good from oh, what I said. Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twenty One Jump Street's good. Uh, That's a great movie. The SpongeBob movie, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't care for it. I think as far as um, I mean, I, 
I have some contempt for the show, but I do think that the South Park movie is probably the best. South Park movie. Is great, as far as yeah. cartoons, if I we're, if we're am, going strictly cartoons, I think South Park is the best. I am staunchly anti South Park. I think the South Park movie is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, for sure. It has none of the the baggage of the show. Yeah, I really, really enjoy South Park bigger, longer, and uncut. I like the Simpsons movie a lot. To be yeah, honest. you know, yeah. it wasn't perfect, but it was it was a good. It felt like an hour and a half long Simpsons episode. It felt good. Yeah. There's also the Mission Impossible movies. Yes, um, those, those the Star Trek movies. Star Trek. Uh, there's a lot of those there. Um, probably a lot that we're missing. Chips. How can oh, we forget uh, chips? Baywatch. Yeah. Get smart. Get smart. Yeah. A lot of these fucking the dumb Panther. Charlie's Angels. These dumb bro comedies that get turned to, to that they turn. Uh, well, actually, no. The Pink Panther was always just movies. Never mind. Charlie's Angels again. Charlie's <laughs> Angels and Charlie's Angels again. The woke feminist Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get how they got that from the movie. It's like it's Charlie's Angels. It's always been women. Yeah. What are you What are you going on and, about? And here's the other thing. It's never been good. <laughs> yeah, that's also it's a great never point. Been good. Yeah. So, so that's our question. What's your favorite uh, movie that was adapted from a TV show? Uh, let's give it some closing thoughts. What do you ha- anything else that you have to say about the Rugrats movie? Any anything that we missed? Any any jokes or any funny things that we want to talk about with the movie before we uh, sign off? Yeah, I'm realizing we're covering the plot of these movies less and less, but that's really not the point of the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we get some of it in when we're talking about like things, how the movie... Uh... There's not much to describe plot-wise in this movie either. Yeah. Babies get lost, they get found, everything's fun. Yeah, very old Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that the biggest marketing thing of the movie is like the new character, Baby Dill. Dill, yeah. Yeah, like, that was the whole thing. Like, and there's going to be a new baby? I, I think it's really cool that, like, they commit to that, and that carries over into the show. I know that, like, the the Rugrats fandom, like... They jumped the shark. We're sure. Little Fuzzy jumped the shark. I will say, it does make it... It's like, oh, like, this isn't just a marketing thing. This is, like... It's like... I mean, next... it is a marketing thing. Yeah. But <laughs> don't kid yourself. I, and I'll say this. Thing. For as much as, like, Dill kind of did ruin the show after uh, his introduction, I think that his inclusion in this movie, I think, works thematically enough for tommy's character growth like learning to be a responsible brother and, and not stuff murder like his brother yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah don't murder babies it's not good yeah and at it's least pretty else, okay if you're a baby yeah, i think baby's gonna pass on murdering babies the number one pro-abortion podcast <laughs> <laughs> i think that this movie just watching it you're like that's I'm not having kids now. Yeah, Why I'm not even pro-abortion. I just think moms should be able to kill their kids whenever they want. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not pro-life. I'm pro-death. Just, <laughs> just pro-death. God, that's horrible. Um, so, but rating the movie out of ten. Yeah. What are you giving this? I'm giving it a solid like. I don't know. I was thinking maybe like a six. Out yeah, of I think six is perfectly fine. It's totally enjoyable. Nothing great. It's like I won't watch it again for another ten years. I watch it. I probably I've watched it a bunch just like over the course of my life. We there are times where we're like, hey, I'm bored. Let's get a little doinkity and watch a Rugrats movie or something like that. Doinkity. But <laughs> <laughs> light up that reefer and let's. <laughs> uh, it's like a five for me. I. I'll never watch this again. Like, like I'm, I'm ninety nine point nine percent certain I'm never gonna turn this movie on again. Now, Rugrats in Paris, you're gonna want to watch again. Yeah, again. I'm, so I'm, I'm Blu-ray shopping right I will, now. I will. No, but in all seriousness, I will say that I do think that Rugrats in Paris is a bit of a better movie, and I think that the the emotional arc of of Chucky is uh some is something of of pure literature. Like I think here's that a sneak peek at our Rugrats in Paris episode. <laughs> when 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 Chucky was on that plane and they played that song about how I want a mom that at last forever. It's literally, like, it's literally the 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 Jesse scene from Toy Story two. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's a pretty sad and and Chucky's a little Chucky's a little sad boy and he's my favorite Rugrat for obvious reasons. If you. Just bitch boy. Man after Mike's own heart. Yeah. Baby uh, after his So own marketing heart. of the movie. What are we giving this? How do we feel about uh, this? So here's the thing. It's kind of easy to market this movie. Here's the thing. They didn't have a lot to work with because it really is like the same plot as the show. It, there's nothing different. It's Rugrats. You know what you're getting into. The babies are going to get lost. They have to find the babies. 
That's the whole. Yeah. That's the plot of every episode of Rugrats. Yeah, the fact that, <laughs> the fact that social uh, social services haven't come to take all of these children away from their parents at this point, yeah. is pretty absurd. CPS Awful better be called. Parents. Yeah, fucking grandpa needs to be put in a goddamn home. Because There's an episode where he goes useless. to a home and then he says, "I don't like it here," and he moves back. Yeah, that's not what homes are for. All right, they're not for. You're not, they're not a vacation retirement home. Is to keep the babies safe. <laughs> grandpa Lou, you keep piece grandpa of shit. alive. <laughs> And then, so, you know what, like, the other problem is, though, like, going off of that, they, they, you know, they don't have a lot to work with because it's the same as the Rugrats show, so they kind of focus their marketing, like you said, on that Indiana Jones parody that bookends the movie. Yeah, which, which is, is also, which is narrated by Chucky, where it's like, this isn't Chucky's story, why is Chucky doing the narration? that's the, the only time he narrates the movie. He doesn't narrate the, he narrates the intro Oh, yeah, that's a good closing. point. Why is that? Huh. Yeah. Did they really need to put that? I, I yeah, guarantee you that was probably added later for some reason. I guarantee you they definitely like. There's a studio note. Like, no, this they, is unclear. They Can definitely we... like, like, uh, focus shot, like, focus. Uh, like, what's who the, are these characters? Like, why are they going? Why are they in an Indiana Jones temple? Exactly. They definitely did a focus screening of this with kids, and the kids were definitely confused as to what was going on. Like, what happened to the treasure? Why are they. Like, let's just put it this way. I think of it like this. When I was a kid, I worked with, I worked at a camp and I worked with kids and we live not very far. We're in Westchester, New York. We live not very far from uh, where Archie Comics is made. Mm. So they had Archie Comics come and they showed, you know, kids don't know who the fuck Archie is. No. These kids are eight. Now <laughs> they, they do. They the were 2000s. watching Riverdale. Oh yeah. But anyway, the episode, they showed an episode of the Archie cartoon where Archie's the mayor. The kids didn't realize like that was a plot of the episode and not something Archie actually is. <laughs> and they thought Archie's the mayor of a town. That's the character. It's like, well, no, that was just Archie. The, the, the plot of the, the episode. Mayor. Yeah, the plot of it's, the episode was like Archie was the mayor for a day. It, it's like when I, the first episode of Rick and Morty that I ever saw was the Total Rick All Mr. Poopy Butthole episode. So I thought all good. of those characters were real. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, oh, this Butler character and Sleepy Gary and Velociraptor or whatever. They're probably characters that exist in the show that I just don't know yet because I haven't watched the rest of the show. So with that being said. The marketing, I, I want to kind of give it to Ben for the doubt because this is kind of all. I want, I want to say it's a hard movie to market, but it's really not. Yeah, you play it on Nickelodeon. There's a Rugrats movie. It kind of does the work for you. You put it on. I'd say it's some, like a five or six. It's like yeah, probably adequate on par with the movie. I like that that teaser. That's like this is gonna be epic. Yeah, I know you're a bitch. I do for that. really like that teaser. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd give it like a seven, man. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> I like the jankiness of the fucking uh, VHS teaser where it's just like clips from the show and then like some jpeg rugrats logo like, <laughs> we'll put it together in a windows movie maker yeah. but really also bad. i think that they yeah they, they kind of treated it like an event like the rugrats are getting a movie well yeah like, it was it was a cultural event the rugrats the biggest cartoon in the world yeah. is getting a movie yeah no that was, so that was and that's, time, and that's how they when market was the last time they had a cartoon become an animated movie DuckTales the movie, I guess. I don't yeah, know. DuckTales. That was like yeah, it. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, this new generation of like new cartoons that like Nickelodeon was ushering in and it's like getting a movie. It's also very easy to market that like that excitement to kids where it's like, it's the Rugrats movie. It's the most important thing that's ever happened. It's the Rugrats <laughs> and there's a movie. It's like Itchy and Scratchy the movie from yeah, the yeah. Simpsons. I'm very happy that we didn't cover the history of the Rugrats here because I would have went on for an hour. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more history for the show than the movie. But before we go, I would like to bring up one of my other favorite, I guess, fun facts or trivia things from the movie. So originally, Dill was going to be voiced by Madonna, and I assume so that way they could give her a song. But after Tara Strong had auditioned with her baby cries, apparently... Because her baby cries were so realistic, there was a woman in the lobby who had recently uh, given birth, and she started lactating at the sounds of her of her baby crying. Oh my god, that's someone's fetish. Oh yeah, I got a little half chub just hearing this. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyway, that's the Rugrats movie. Let <laughs> we'll be back. Milky tits it all. We'll be back. Who knows when to do the rest of the Rugrats movies? And maybe we'll bring Lewis back. Oh, we'll definitely bring Lewis back. Lewis is our baby in crime. I'm, I'm gonna become a Rugrats expert, like I was for Godzilla. I'm gonna become Angelica. I'm gonna become a baby. I am regressing. I'm gonna make Sarah change my diaper when I get home. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Now I'm gonna sing a song and piss everywhere. <laughs> just like just like Fife Dog would have won. R.I.P. I'm doing it for you, homie. Alright, so that was our Rugrats episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Lewis, for joining us. We had a Thank lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Uh, we'll catch us on the next uh, Cinema Market Research episode at the end of the month. We just had one go up for uh, the beginning of this month to recount all of August news. Um, and uh, we talked about the flash and uh, hbo max the and things we talk about every yes. month on market research don't worry Ezra darling Miller came don't worry again. darling is going to become our yeah. new if you Morbius. don't care about don't worry darling i think you could skip the next episode <laughs> yeah that's going to be our new morbius like it's going to just keep coming back every episode they're going to do a re-release of it. <laughs> I uh, hope that happens again. I love you, darling sweep. It's, wor <laughs> it's worrying time. It is. Uh, so anyway, thanks for uh, joining, listening. Lewis, uh, where, again, can the people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Lewis J. Otero. I also have another podcast they do with Dr. Brandon Hardy called The Gory Picture Show. We watch a bunch of fucked up movies. I'm not doing the whole thing. I saw you like look at me when right. I said we watch and you were <laughs> I feel like you got excited and you thought I was gonna do the whole I'm not doing it. Wait, I can't what, remember. What is that? The taboo twisted whatever the fuck is. We watch the taboo twisted and weird grindhouse drive in back, back room and video store uh, fucking Stays crunchy and milk. Stay, yeah. <laughs> So, um, anyway, last... we, we watch fucked up movies and talk about them, and Brandon does great research, and I make poop jokes. Um, and <laughs> kind of uh, like this show. Yeah. yeah, you can follow that show on Twitter at gory underscore show. Uh, we just came out with an episode on Slime City, and within a week of recording this, uh, we should be doing an episode on... It, there's no way it's going to be out yet, so I'm not going to say it, but we're doing an episode on a movie. Yeah. I, oh wow. Very, I do gotta very, say very, uh, I do gotta say that the Slime City episode was a real was a real good one. Oh, thank you. It. Is that a movie about an evil slime? Kinda. So it's the blob? No. Oh. So it's not good? <laughs> now you gotta watch it. See, but the blob is good. Is the blob, this movie good? The new blob is good. The blob from the eighties is good. Yeah. Yes. The original blob is It's fun. Yeah. It's a drive in movie. It's fun. Yeah, no, alright, fine. All right. Well, anyway, that, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, you can find all us on uh, Twitter at CinemarketPod and on Instagram at CinemarketingPodcast. Uh, this is where I will post all of the clips and all of the um, promotional materials that we're, we talk about on this episode. So that way you can you know keep up with it uh, beforehand and you can see all of it uh, be posted and keep up while you're listening you could ideally you should be on your phone on your instagram or your twitter going through our feed to see what we're talking about on these episodes um anyway so we we have some some nice teasers and fun things there so follow us uh over there uh i am at the kino man on twitter and instagram and thanks again for listening. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called <laughs> iTunes. now. Anywhere you can listen to the podcast. Everyone has their own podcast. Put it on, put it on, your, put it on your iPod. <laughs> on your iPod Touch. <laughs> on your iPod your Shuffle. iPod put Nano. It on, put it on your sand, Sansa clip. Yeah. All right. Thanks again. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Sansa's Goodbye. Clip. Adios. I snuck Sansa's clit at the end. Sansa's clit. Sansa's clit. Coming soon to theaters. This summer, from Guillermo del Toro. Oh, Scary stories to tell in the dark. This film is not yet rated.